everyone and welcome to this Harmony and Health podcast. I'm Julia Outlaw, one of the Harmony and Health team and Harmony and Health seeks to explore this concept of harmony and how it can help us develop our own health and harmony. Health in its broadest sense, being connected internally and also with our external environment. So we draw on ancient wisdom and modern disciplines to see how we can do this. Um, take more responsibility for our own health. And today, the podcast, we're going to talk about theatre, the theatre and harmony, because there's much to learn from the theatre about the connection between mind and body, about what makes something work and what makes something real, um, performance and also theatre in the community. And I'm delighted to be joined by one of our team, um, Malgazata Yablonska. Um, welcome, Malgazata. She's a theatre researcher um, and she's doing a PhD, completing at the moment, on actors training, um, particularly looking at Mayerhold's biomechanics. So Margot has been involved with theatre for many, many years, um, collaborating with different physical theatres across Poland. And she's really interested in sort of the body-based, non-verbal communication side of theatre and actor training. And I know she also relates strongly to this concept of harmony and what can be learned from that. So Magazata, perhaps we could start by just talking about theatre generally and theatre in Poland and how you became interested in theatre. Uh, well for me it was you know I was a teenager and uh, I lived in uh, eastern Poland at the time and uh, I was just invited some of my colleagues to actually participate in a theater festival and it happened to be um this alternative theater festival so it was uh, like street theater and, and amateur theater a little bit um so for me it was actually a discovery of a whole new world of theater uh, that wasn't at the stage that wasn't you know just like talking verses of some classical plays but it was full of music and and dance and uh, like uh, machines you know rolling through uh, through streets or something like this so it was a, a whole new world of creativity, um, color, and music. And I was absolutely mm. hooked. And that, that's how it started. Brilliant. It sounds, because in, in Poland, I think more than maybe in other places, there is that, I know you were telling me, the two sides of theatre, the very traditional, like you say, go in and it's sort of quite fixed and everyone sits down. And then this vibrant, sort of more creative unofficial theatre side. Uh, yes, and it is actually my favourite. Uh, I th don't think it's it's very much Polish uh, um, idea, but it, it happens everywhere. But uh, it is so that uh, theatre divides a little bit into this uh, institutional, you know, uh, well-built uh, places, um, buildings nice stages with the whole equipment and uh, this rather unofficial sometimes amateur sometimes it is quite professional sometimes but uh, theater made unofficially 
independent from maybe uh, state finances or something like that, created by people who just really needs and wants to create theater. So they come together and just create. And, mm-hmm. and this movement is actually strong in Poland uh, since uh, early 60s. And actually in 70s and 80s, uh, it has its like boom and, and you know, uh, rose uh, because of the student movement, uh, a little bit uh, counterculture and uh, a little bit uh, in... Um, rebellious movement. In, rebellious, yes, in opposition to, you know, our state policy and, and uh, mm. political situation in Poland. So to create, you know, free culture without censorship and so on, uh, it, it had to be created independently and and kind of like rebelliously and underground a little bit so it it bloomed out of there and it is still going on yes let's link this then to talking about so the principles of harmony because you just said it's people coming together to be creative and there's such power in that and everyone's different. I know diversity is one of our the principles of harmony, um, and also interconnection that everything's connected. And thinking about theatre, I mean, obviously there's so many different parts that need to all come together to make a production. But what what do you think about interconnection and theatre? Well, I would say there are like two sides of it. Interconnectedness, of course, it's like. I would say major principle that is uh, actualized in, in theater because um, you you do have a whole theme whether whether it is you know amateur theater whether it is uh, fully professional theater you would have the whole theme so you have uh, like uh, a stage designer you have musicians you have actors of course you have director probably but then you have someone who will make your costumes uh, you will have uh, mm. then people who will prepare those costumes for you and then you will have people who will uh, prepare and operate the lights so uh, and the the whole theme it is sometimes from two people up to 200 people one in one moment on the stage or working around the stage and you have to gather these people and for the this an hour or two hours while performance is go, performance is going on you have to make those people work together you know in kind of unison or or in a teamwork to to really make it happen and we well some of us or all of us have some idea of theater or maybe we, we saw a performance that we liked and and to create this kind of miracle you know that happens in that moment you really have to to make those people work together so that's yes. that's actually and of course it's live which is yes and it's alive and different from other just have to happen now and here and now <laughs> Yes, just that being here and anything could happen. I mean, adaptation, another one of the principles in terms of you know, if something goes wrong, you just have to sort of carry on. Definitely. And this is kind of like legendary thing, you know, those actors who forget their text and have to either create something on the spot or 
something happens like you know the stage design doesn't work because one wheel is not turning properly and something's happening so yes adaptation like also quick adaptation is uh, is very strong in theater something that uh, it, it's creates after some time spent on rehearsals of course training rehearsals there's uh, this uh, another um person i want to say personality but another state of mind that clicks in when you walk into the theater i mean of course when you cr create theater what it clicks in and and you work in this really a little bit different mode of attention uh, that helps you with uh, with this adaptation it is it is an incredible uh, experience actually Say more about that, Mo. That's so interesting. So a different sort of mode of attention, like a different state that you're in or? Yes, I would say uh, it is. Uh, well, for me, for my research, I, I call it uh, a game mode or play mode. Uh, but for me, it is a, a mode of attention, actually, because you uh, can be very private in those moments. You can uh, talk to another actor in the moment when you are not rehearsing but uh, then when the rehearsal starts you your mind like clicks into this hyper attention and hyper memory i would say because it's uh, body mind memory definitely uh, of course depending on on tasks you have to do on the stage but those tasks are sometimes really complex so this hyper attention and hyper um, memory clicks in and this is really something else i heard uh, from one of actors that uh, after the performance they were actually helping the um, uh, stage uh, crew to reassemble uh, the uh, stage design and one of the very heavy uh, elements were just falling uh, because something you know went wrong something just uh, wasn't uh, screwed well and it was falling and this actor was able to you know in a moment just shoot their hand and just catch the that thing that was falling uh, that uh, that element of the of the stage design so yeah that this this hyper attention actually happens and it is said uh, from many researchers that uh, Theatre is, is one of those places that the state of flow sometimes happens. Or Yes, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like what people talk about flow coming when you're doing, you know, something mindful or mind-bodyful, crafting or playing music or anything. Is it something to do with the performance then, do you think? Uh, I, well, performance definitely, because uh, performance uh, is a moment that is even more uh, important yes even more um this this attention and, and stress but it, it is a, it, in a sense it is a good stress the stress is heightened because it happens here and now in a moment and because there is uh, audience is present uh, so you are uh, in front of in front of the audience uh, and you are being uh, watched and you are being assessed uh, in in uh, 
in a way. Uh, so this this uh, hyper awareness happens even more. But uh, it is also said, uh, research that uh, rehearsals also carries this element of. Um, of, of the special attention and flow can happen uh, during the rehearsals. Also, it has a little different taste, I would say, uh, a little less stressful and a little more creative. But uh, because the rehearsals, uh, rehearsals are about creativity, definitely those when you create performance, not only uh, try it out. Um, that made me think about um, improvisation, Margazata, and um, I know it's quite popular to go to an improv class, and there's a lot that could be learned from different techniques in theatre, maybe. So I'm thinking about what's, I'm coming back to harmony within ourselves and what can be good for ourselves. And this flow state you're talking about, or trying to be creative with others, is very good for us, isn't it? Yes, I would say it is uh, good for our personal health and for uh, interconnectedness on the level of community, let's say, or, or our social functioning. Because, uh, mm. yes, improvisation is actually one of the techniques used uh, in theatre, but uh, as uh, you know, other great researchers show that uh, people are not only people actually and it starts with animals but people are creatures that need fun need play and play actually game or play the state of doing something which is not real life but it can be very serious uh, we we treat it very seriously like some games you know are really high stakes like performance or like i don't know uh, sports olympic games these are also games but we treat them very seriously they can be you know uh a core of our lives sometimes if you are a professional athlete or actor but uh, as people as as uh, human beings we actually need this state of play which has some rules but uh, then uh, something, although it has some rules, some unpredictable things can happen, and we yes need to adapt and need to answer uh, those circumstances. And this state of play, which is not real life, and we can have fun with it, is actually very important for our uh, uh, mental health, and because. Uh, techniques like theater techniques uh, implement uh, our minds, of course, because we remember those sets of rules and so on, so on, so it, it, uh, and we try to be creative to maybe surprise our uh, teammates uh, or opponents because those games also happens. Uh, so we uh, we use our brains, we use our minds, but we also use our body, and this body-mind connection in the game uh, makes us like really engaged, like fully engaged uh, with all of our 
capabilities like physical, mental, creative, spiritual, let's say, if there are values that are important and we play with them. So this this state of, of play. And of course, emotion as well when you're acting that you need to. And I'm thinking of now about Del Sartre and obviously, you know, people have come after him and taken some ideas and learned. But this sort of, like you said, you need to have spontaneity and movement and freedom, but also some rules and technique. Um, and I, I know that's the same with a lot of things. It can't just be let loose. And thinking about um, Del Sartre, I was looking up and it's got many quotes to do with harmony in his book about physical um, education and theatre. For example, when you think about a graceful actor, um, grace cannot be wholly acquired without perfect harmony. And to obtain harmony, we must have balance or opposition of movement. And I know we often talk about harmony as being the two opposing things which come into balance. You can think of it like yin and yang or the different elements when we're talking about Ayurveda, finding this balance. And I find it very interesting thinking how we can find this balance within ourselves. But certainly when you're acting, you know, if the actor can truly have say, the correct physical posture and therefore embody what an emotion would really look like if someone was really feeling it, then the actor can then convey that emotion and the audience feels it. And suddenly you've got a beautiful, real, harmonious um, production. What do you think? I agree and but i would also say i definitely agree because on, on this principle many many uh, acting techniques are based uh, definitely mayer holds biomechanics uh, which is like my favorite uh, but um, it goes uh, above that of course this is really right because this this harmonious uh, body mind connection and balance within like physical posture it is super important also to be expressive to uh to really uh, you know convey your thought and and uh transmit uh, your idea towards uh, the audience for the audience to be able to receive it you know actually um there is this really old uh, theater uh, quarrel whether actors should really feel the emotion and then uh, it will uh, he or she will be able to to transmit them or should actor be you know physically um conscious and uh, act those emotions and not necessarily feeling them then the audience will will receive it and this quarrel is actually like theater history in in itself and and we do not have the answer but the idea is and the the real answer is that there should be this kind of harmony also with you know expressivity that you have to be clear in your statement on the stage for the audience to be able to receive it the newest uh, neurological uh, research says that the audience can't really tell whether actor is 
living the emotion or just acting it. So, and sometimes uh, audience actually uh, receives better something that is artificial, but even the artificial needs to be done with uh, this kind of grace and and uh, and actually uh, involvement of the actor. But it can, comes, yeah, it comes from this idea of play that actors actor is involved, is even emotionally involved, but is involved in the play, like because the play is important, the, the game, the this 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 mode of, of game is important. So it, it clicks in also this engagement. And this engagement fuels yes. uh fuels the, the perceived um visual or, or emotional uh, picture. I wish people could see you're so passionate about this and it's 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 so interesting really how people can you know actors go through this and learn it and I'm thinking really how this could help people who are wanting to develop themselves or be healthier in its broadest sense. Yes, I would actually prescribe, you know, some kind of acting uh classes or you know just uh amateur theater I would prescribe to anybody because it really is a place that you can try out some things some um, even emotional states that maybe you are afraid of I don't know laughing out loud or screaming or maybe you uh, like you you don't know you would like to sing but you don't know where to do it or something like this and on the stage you can do all of this you can try it out and stage is yeah it is a scary place because someone is looking at you it feels scary even you just saying that feels makes me scared but on the other hand it is a safe place because it is only a stage you know it is not for real so you can actually rehearse it you can actually try it out and i i would really uh, recommend trying out uh, maybe some community theater some you know amateur theater it is it yes made me think about um expressing because i work with a lot of people who may be in pain and sometimes there is something that can't be expressed and they haven't found an outlet for it um and so that is yeah because sometimes you know even Sometimes, if you go, I don't know, therapy, for example, you usually sit and talk, and there is no place to, like, I don't know, jump and like, just like let it go, or you know, do all those crazy. I mean, you know, quote, quote, unquote, crazy stuff. But theater is a place to actually do it and to try out different modes of expression. Maybe you will sing, maybe you will dance, maybe you will say a poem, maybe you will use Shakespeare, maybe you cannot say, you know, your own words to express what you feel. And there is, I don't know, it may be Shakespeare, it may be, I don't know, Mitzkiewicz, whatever, you know. And and there are so many languages to, to choose from. Um, so, yeah, I I think theater is is this this place, and I know that it helps. Um, I work with the, with the groups that engage people with disabilities, like with autism spectrum or uh, disability, like also mental disabilities or physical disabilities. And theater is a place, of course, 
you know, you need to find the right uh, right place and right group for you. But it is a place that actually invites diversity in also this kind of diversity, like social diversity. And because theater is a place where um, those opposites, you know, uh, clash in, in uh, drama, written drama. And uh, written drama is sometimes about problems, social problems. Therefore, theater is a place that invites this opposites or, you know, problems and looks at them not as something that should be excluded or you know resolved but some uh, something that should be invited uh, looked upon and researched in a way but in a in a in a this um, with curiosity with this kind of warm curiosity that helps say those like what is this thing that i'm looking at not without judgment yes. just showing it and if, if that sounds like a good approach to life really Marcosat, to have that kind of curiosity and outlook i well i wouldn't i wouldn't like to sound that the theater is like you know a recipe for all our problems in in the world because it's it definitely no, it can't work like that. But um, saying that it is, this is also a um, place that, yeah, I, I like theater outlook at the, at the world because uh, we actually have this uh, that something is only shown, you know, that we actually have this uh, lens in our eyes in theater researchers eyes uh, that some things might be only shown that it, it can be a facade that not everything that we look upon is at it is sometimes it is only an act and it also helps to retain this kind of distance not you know not getting angry at anybody at the moment just having this this moment of distance to analyze maybe to say like why did that happen like we analyze theater performance so i like this outlook at, at the world and i really like also the acting outlook at the world because actors tend to see the world as a dramatic possibility like how would i act in this situation uh, so the the, the famous uh, from Stanislavski the sa- famous uh, magical if so if I were in this situation what would I do or yeah I have this and this uh, uh, circumstance so in this circumstance what would happen and what freedom that brings really to, to sort of everyday interactions we're heading towards the end. Um, we've covered so much as you know I feel we need to explore all the different elements of this um, and perhaps we will hopefully soon and maybe live events it's so sad people can't access live theatre at the moment and get that joy and beauty from the harmony of a, a, a good production and seeing the actors that like you say embody these emotions and states 
Um, we've covered thinking about how theatre impacts on the community and diversity of different people that can be involved. And this really critical um, principle of interdependence and how everything needs to come together, both within the actor, mind, body and emotions, and also with the people around it and the whole production. Um, so absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much, Magazata, for joining us um, today. Yeah, I hope we, we will be able to yeah, speak some more on the, on this topic. We will. And that there's so much to learn um, from theatre. And I know people are going to be interested. So do follow us. Um, if you'd like to get involved in anything like this, please get in touch. And um, we've got more events coming up soon. Our Long Covid pro programme continues offering practical support to sufferers of Long Covid. And we will have an event coming up about connecting to the seasons as we move more into summer and speak to you soon. Mm -hmm.